Thanks for downloading this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get the new messages every week. We appreciate your support. Enjoy the message. Welcome to Wednesday Bible Study. Glad you could join us tonight. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. I can be what it says I can be. Today I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess. My mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same. I am about to receive the incorruptible, indestructible, ever-living seed of the Word of God. I will never be the same. I am blessed, prosperous, redeemed, forgiven, healthy, whole, talented, creative, confident, secure, disciplined, focused, prepared, qualified, motivated, valuable, free, determined, equipped, empowered, anointed, accepted, and approved, not average, not mediocre. I am a child of the Most High God. I will become and I will spring up into all I was created to be. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Tonight we're going to be studying about springing up in our lives. Let's turn to the Bible in John chapter 2 from verse 1 to 11, where we read a story about a wedding at Cana. The next day there was a wedding celebration in the village of Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the celebration. The wine supply ran out during the festivities, so Jesus' mother told him, They have no more wine. Dear mother, that's not our problem, Jesus replied. My time has not yet come. But his mother told the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Standing nearby was six stone water jars used for Jewish ceremonial washing. Each could hold 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus told the servants, fill the jars with water. When the jars had been filled, he said, now dip some out and take it to the master's ceremonies. So the servants followed his instruction. When the master's ceremonies tasted the water that was now wine, not knowing where it had come from, though of course the servants knew, he called the bridegroom over. A host always serves the best wine first, he said. Then when everyone has had a lot to drink, he brings out the less expensive wine. But you have kept the best until now. This miraculous sign at Cana in Galilee was the first time Jesus revealed his glory and his disciples believed in him. If you look in John chapter 1 verse 48, Jesus tells Nathanael, that he saw Nathanael while he was under fig tree before he actually met Nathanael. So we know Jesus can see into the future. This is important as you start looking at this story of the wedding. It's a wedding celebration. People get married all the time, but nobody plans a wedding so they can get embarrassed. Nobody wakes up and says, we want to have a bad experience for our guest at our wedding. But we can all learn from this wedding how to spring up and have an amazing comeback from what looked like an embarrassing situation. Don't get too deep. Just make sure that you read the scripture and 
receive from it what it's trying to say to you. The Bible is saying in verse 2 to invite the right people. Look at what verse 2 says. Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the celebration. So when you are going through life, if you want to have spring up manifestations, you must learn to invite the right people into your life. The wine supply ran out during the festivities, so Jesus' mother told him, they have no more wine. Take your problems to someone who can fix them. If you want to see your manifestation of spring up miracles. And Jesus replies to his mother, dear woman, that's not our problem. My time has not yet come. But we do know that if you read the rest of the story, Jesus did not avoid the issue at hand. And neither should you. Don't run away from your problems. I heard a story of David going to deliver sandwiches and saw a problem when he got to deliver his Jimmy John sandwiches to his brothers. But you notice that David did not say, well, that's y'all's problem. David said, what's the problem? And that's the mind of a warrior. If you're going to see manifestations, miracles, and harvests spring up in your life, you need to learn how to face problems instead of avoiding them. Jesus did not avoid the shortage of wine in this wedding. Now, the very next verse talks about something that catches people unaware. And that is the word of having to do something, work, I'm talking about. Because you know this in verse 5, it says his mother told the servants, do whatever he tells you. Sometimes things have to be done. You can't say, I want to see the blessing or manifestation of God in my life, but there are things I will not do. Forgive yourself. Forgive others. Launch out into the deep. Fill a pot used for washing. But whatever God has asked you to do, that's what you need to be doing. And look at verse 6. It doesn't say that Jesus sent them to Lowe's or Home Depot to buy pots. It says that there was standing nearby six stone water jars used for Jewish ceremonial washing. Use what you have and quit worrying about what you don't have. Use the talents, the gifts, and the resources, the seeds that you have so that you can have something spring up in your life. Don't worry about the things that you don't have. Don't worry about the things that you don't know how to get, but use what you do have in your hand. You may be in a dry land because you have not followed through on the last instructions you were given. Say ouch. More instructions will show up after you've completed the ones you were given. Let's look at verse 7 and verse 8. Jesus told the servants, Fill the jars with water. They went and filled the jars with water. And then the verse continues on to say, when the jars had been filled, he said, now dip some out 
and take it to the master of ceremonies. So the servants followed his instructions. You may be in a dry land because you have not followed through on the last set of instructions you were given. More instructions will show up after you complete the ones you've been given. Look at me with verse 9. When the master of ceremonies tasted the water that was now wine, not knowing where it had come from, though of course the servants knew, he called the bridegroom over. You do not have to know everything to have a spring-up miracle, but appreciate the spring-up miracle when it comes. Be grateful. Give credit where credit is due. Thank God for the miracle. Thank God for using people to help you to get your miracle. Of course, in verse 10, we hear the master ceremonies continue to talk about how a host always serves the best wine first. Then when everyone has had a lot to drink, he brings out the less expensive wine. But you have kept the best until now. And then verse 11 goes on to say this miraculous sign at Cana in Galilee was the first time Jesus revealed his glory. So I did a little bit of research and found out that this first time that Jesus springs up a miracle, it is one of financial abundance. I think he was kind of sending a message here. And it wasn't at any other place but a wedding party. I researched because I was curious and found out that some of the most expensive wine is decades old and can cost up to $200,000 or more per bottle, which is about 25 ounces, or you could say $8,000 an ounce. Yes. This is why I know there are people on earth who don't truly care what the price of gas is. Imagine going out to eat and spending $200,000 on a bottle of wine, not the steak and not the vegetables, and then leaving and being upset because gas is now $6 a gallon. Anyways, there were six containers of 30 gallons each of water. That's 23,040 ounces of water that was turned into premium, eye-watering $8,000 per ounce wine. Don't worry, I did the math for you. 8,000 times 23,040 is $184 million. So Jesus shows up at a person's wedding and he essentially hands them generational changing wealth. You see now why it's good to invite Jesus in? So maybe the MC wasn't supposed to get drunk because he was the only one who would appreciate the miracle. I'm sure that everybody had been drinking, so they may not have really appreciated what had happened when the wine ran out. But the couple was able to quietly walk away with their liquid gold and have a honeymoon in spite of forgetting the fiasco that took place at their wedding. Today, we want to make some decorations because we are believing God that Things are going to spring up in our life. God is saying to you today, unreal promotion is going to spring up. 
uncommon relationships are going to spring up. Uncommon financial opportunities are going to spring up. The true essence of your child or children is about to spring up. Your dream homes are about to spring up. Your dream cars are about to spring up. Your dream ministry is about to spring up. Your obedience, your speaking right and not complaining, singing instead of crying, is about to spring up miracles like never before. What God wants you to remember today is that it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter how dry the situation looks like. God can turn it around and spring up a miracle for you. He can make something spring up overnight. He can make it spring up in minutes. As we know, this miracle of abundance of premium wine was shrinking time from years, decades of making wine into minutes. And so God can do that for you if you expect it, believe it, and speak it out of your mouth. As believers, we have a tendency to read the Bible and close it and think that that's a nice story. But the reason that we have these stories in the Bible is because God wants us to have the mentality that things will spring up in our lives. Today, as you go about your life, remember that God has called you to an amazing life. He wants you to be able to say, yes, this is what God has done. He made these things to spring up in my life so that just like the couple at the wedding of Cana, you will be able to be a blessing to all of those who are around you. I have a word for somebody listening today. Your obedience is going to make a difference in someone's life. When you obey and walk into what God has for you, you're going to impact other people's lives. There are some people around you that are going to be inspired, excited, and get their faith rejuvenated when they see what God has done for you. So when you don't obey God and follow through so that you can see things spring up, you're not just hurting yourself. You're hurting people that are around you. I want to encourage you tonight that you closely examine your life and ask yourself, are there some areas where I could spring up? Are there some things that I need to be obeying God about so that I can see the fullness of what God has for me? We're all chasing that perfect version of ourselves. When we get to heaven, what would be the best thing but for us to see that we live the life that God really wanted us to live here on earth? rather than to get to heaven and find out that we're completely strangers to what God wanted us to live in and to do and to have and to experience. I pray that the story from the wedding at Cana will encourage you and spring up a design you to go for all that God has for you. 
and expecting for you to share testimonies with us. You can reach us and call us and share your testimony about how God has sprang up in your life. God bless you. To God be the glory forever and ever in Jesus' name. And if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, this is a great time to do it. Say, Father, I realize I'm a sinner. I give my life to you. I know that you came to die on the cross for me. I pray that you will guide me in every way. And I pray that you will use my life to be a symbol and a sign of your blessing. I surrender my life to you so that you can spring up in my life. I pray these things for I pray in Jesus' name. God bless you. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you for listening to Changing Mindset Podcast by Pastor George Uta. Help us to share this message. We hope you will subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired during the week. We are praying for you. We know God best for you is still ahead. Call 706-485-0166 for more information and be blessed.